Thank you for listening to Caffeinated Chicks, Motivating Women. Welcome to our lifestyle and personal development podcast, where we encourage you to be authentically you and keep it real. I'm your host, Abby. And I'm her cousin, Rachel. We know it's Monday and we know you're tired. Our goal is to help you feel motivated, inspired, and ready to face whatever it is the week throws at you. Come sit with us, grab your coffee, and dive into meaningful conversation that will elevate your life. Hey guys, this is Abby and Rachel. Hey, hey. And we are Caffeinated Chicks. Today we are going to talk about reducing stress and creating a routine. So Rachel, I know you have a question to ask. Yeah, what is something that you are grateful for this week, Abby? Let's see. I am grateful for my family. This week, we've just been having leaps and bounds with the kids. They've been super excited. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about our trip to Disney, so they're super excited about that. Oh, fun. Yeah, they're so excited. And just kind of watching them grow and learn and teach one another. Uh, We've been doing daily affirmation cards at night, and it's just cute to watch Odin kind of teach Kieran how to say some of the words. Aww. Yeah, it's really sweet. That is super sweet. You know, I know I said this last time, (laughs) but I, well, actually, maybe instead of just saying soccer, because I did have such a wonderful time this last Saturday coaching again, my team won 4-0 and they did just incredibly. It was such a blast. But I'm going to say that I was thankful that my transmission went out an hour away from home. (laughs) Um, I had made it two blocks down from the soccer field after I finished roughing the last game and my car just went kaput. (laughs) And um, just being initially super frustrated with the situation, but then seeing how... um, the Lord used that to give me an opportunity to hang out with my other coach who coaches fifth and sixth grade. Cause I had sent her a text and told her what was going on. And she happened to be coming back through Humboldt and just picked me up and took me to her house. And I just got to hang out with her and her boys. And it was so much fun. So I, I was very grateful that my transmission went out, believe it or not. (laughs) That's really sweet. Yeah. Well, Rachel, you want to get started? Yeah, um, we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about what we feel like when we're stressed, kind of how we handle stress, because I know that sometimes we don't have our like physical symptoms nailed down. Um, I know for the longest time, it took me a while to know that it was stress. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, and so it probably took me until I probably either this year or last year. I think it was last year that I was like, oh, like I am just really worked up and stressed, but I had no idea what some of these symptoms were. And I never went to the extreme where like, oh no, there's something seriously wrong with me, you know, but no, it was just like, why do I feel like this? Like, I don't understand it. Um, And so just like a couple of the things that happened to me is first one is headaches, but I also get a lot of headaches from just needing to get adjusted and stuff like that. So sometimes that's tricky to tell the difference, but yeah. um, just there's like, it almost feels like my head's going to blow up. It's like, there's a difference between a stress headache and a headache when my neck is out of place, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I just get like really, yeah, just really bad, like 
headaches and I, my acne immediately gets worse. (laughs) And I also get kind of shaky, like my, and it's a lot kind of like stress and anxiety put together, but if I am really worked up or I have a lot going on and I can't think of how I'm going to manage or handle it, I will get a little bit shaky, like my hands especially. Or if I get in really like intense situations that cause stress, <laughs> um, it actually, that that's one of my bigger symptoms too. Or if I ever have to like confront somebody or call somebody out, I actually like my hands will physically shake a little bit. <laughs> um, but my chest also gets really tight. And then thus my breathing is shallower and then my heart races and it just kind of compounds on each other, (laughs) which is, you know, kind of this circular, it just keeps going and getting worse and worse. And, um, and there's just a very distinct difference between me being stressed and me when I'm not. And it's gotten to the point now so much. So when I know my symptoms so well, that when I don't have those, it's, it's very obvious. Um, and I was just thinking about when I was doing yoga with my friend the other day, like there was this period of time where we were just lying flat on the floor breathing. And I thought about it for a second and I was like, I don't think I've ever just done this. Yeah. Like just lied and breathed like just focused on breathing and stopped thinking about anything and everything that was going on in my life. Well, we're just constantly so go, go, go that we don't take that second. Yeah. And it kind of blew my mind for a second there. I was like, I have never done, but this is so relaxing. Like, why don't I do this? And even when I lie down to go to sleep, I don't feel like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's a different sense of calm, I feel like. Yeah. And so I, I just knew like, you know, in that moment, I was so not stressed at all. And it's just a very... Yeah, just a very huge difference. And I think sometimes and now for me, have, being clear on what my little red flags are for stress is really helpful to helping me to, to notice, okay, now I have it. What am I going to do about it? Yeah. Um, how about you, Abby? Um, mine are kind of similar to yours. Um, so I actually get really bad stomach cramps. Like my stomach mm. just feels like it's in knots. And... I almost like get this weird feeling of like nausea and mm, yeah, I get, I get nausea too. Yeah. It's, it's not good. I just feel dizzy and I, my biggest like symptom of it, I think is my trouble sleeping. Mm. Um, I've dealt with insomnia for about two years now and oh. I know a lot of that pertains to stress too. Um, yeah. But I just have a hard time falling asleep staying asleep, getting quality sleep. And those Mm -hmm. are like some big like notations that I am stressed out. Mm -hmm. And then another big one for me is my mood. Yeah. My mood changes. I'm like more quick to anger. Um, Mm -hmm. I snap (laughs) a little bit more. You kind of get tunnel vision when you're stressed. Like you're just focused on everything that is stressing you out. Yep. Like nothing's going right and you're just spiraling. Mm-hmm. So those are like the biggest ones for me. And I I can tell like when I'm stressed out because my body is just so tense. Yeah. And just out of whack. Yep. Yep. So yeah, as far as just 
how to manage. I know we talked about wanting to kind of talk about a few things regarding how to, that can help with managing stress, but also help with creating a routine and then kind of go from there into a little bit more depth of how to reduce everyday stress. So the first one I wanted to mention is just setting an intention for how you want to feel or act that day. Um, and I just think this is so important because if you if you don't do this, you're so quick to react negatively to things. But if you know that you want to, you know, wake up in the morning, you want to be positive, it's just going to make you react more positively to things. It seems really stinking simple. <laughs> it kind of is. Oh, yeah. But yeah. What do you think about that, Abby? No, I definitely agree. It definitely sets your whole mood for the day too. It mm-hmm. just kind of helps you get reconnected and just start off with a calmer attitude and mm-hmm. just reevaluate what's going on. Yeah. It brings the focus back for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I know um, I figured here I would talk a little bit about my personal routine is for me, I know that I'm not going to have a good morning if the first thing that I do in my morning is look at my phone. Yeah. It's just, it's, it just spirals my day right from the beginning, right from the beginning. I don't, I don't know why, but I, yeah, I just don't have a good day if I start my day off with my phone. And so I have gotten to the point in my life where my alarm goes off. I hit my phone to turn it off and then I don't touch my phone again until like eight. Um, yeah, that's and I get up I- at like 545 or so. So I will get up and I will make my breakfast, drink my coffee, read my Bible, and then um, spend some time in prayer. And then usually I go from there to washing my face and getting ready for the day. And then I go get my phone. Yeah, but that's it's- one thing I've also noticed about you too that I really love is that you have like these do not disturb notifications on your phone so you your all your messages and everything go silent so you yep. literally cannot focus on it mm-hmm. I yep. think that probably does help you quite a bit too it does it does and usually like when I do get up I leave my phone in my bedroom until yep. I go and grab it when it's eight o'clock and it just it just sets my day up so much better for success and honestly sometimes I've had moments where I've stepped outside to go catch the sunrise really quick and that has been wonderful too. <laughs> yeah. It just makes a big difference. And like one of the things that we'll talk about later is talking about just spending time in nature and yeah. how that also helps relieve and help with your stress. Oh, absolutely. And one thing that's interesting on in the whole idea is just setting an intention for how you want to feel. Um, when Levi and I were in Jamaica, um, our tour guide actually quoted, she said, there are no problems, just situations. And I was like, man, if we just had that thought process to everything in life, like for example, initially when my transmission went out, I was so mad. But if I would have just <laughs> thought there are no problems, it's just a situation. Yep. It's not a problem. It's just like, if we had that mindset how much better? Because because we can't control the things like that that happen, and no. they just happen. 
But if you sit there and complain about it, you're going to make a crappy situation turn into a worse situation just because you're complaining. It doesn't yeah. help anything. And no, so and I think it does also help like how you react to the situation. Yeah. That makes mm-hmm. a huge difference. Yeah, exactly. So when she said, yeah, there are no problems, just situations. I was like, wow, that's, that could be a proverb. That's real good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then as far as continuing on into the creating a routine, um, let's think about planning a routine, something for the day or planning out your day, but don't over plan. No, this one's a really hard one for me. Yes, me too. So bad. I love filling up my days like from the second I wake up to ending. And I know not everyone's like that, but well, let's that's be why honest, this one's most- so hard. Most of us like to be go, go, go. Yeah. I mean, we just do. We like to be busy. We, Even though we complain about being busy, we like also like to be busy, you know? It's, yep. I think it's every human being, especially in America, we are just a very, very go, 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 go society. And yeah. it's just kind of the way it is. But Well, even like for Pete's sake, when we ask how everybody's doing, like, how was your day? Like, how are you doing? The f- most... Most often than not, most people's answer is, oh, I'm busy. Yep. It's like, no, how are you? Or what have you been doing? I'm busy is not an answer. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But we're just so quick to say that because we want to almost seem busy or act busy because if we feel like we're not busy, then we're lazy. Yes. That's not the thing. Yes. It's not the thing. Oh, I struggle with that a lot. Yes. Yeah. And I just – with pl- like with planning too, I mean like it's so it's so important and necessary for me to have some version of a plan. Yeah. But I can definitely take that easily to the extreme where I over plan. And when I over plan and I like realistically cannot get everything done that I put into my plan, I just blame myself for not sticking to it yeah. because other things come up. And it just ends up making me have an even worse day. And – so we really, when we do make a plan, that's what we mean when we say don't over plan. Just set realistic expectations. And honestly, some like I have a hard time doing this. I don't want to put down less because I feel like it'll make me do less even when I'm done. Like I think I'll just be done. That's not the case. If you're done, you will add more things to your list. It's a never so, ending list. Yes. So just add, you don't have to put everything on it at first. You know, do... Do the first couple of things on it. And then if you do all of it, you're not going to just be lazy and not do anything else. You'll likely just put something else on it. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't want to be guilt tripping and beating yourself up over something that's probably nothing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And life happens. I mean, my transmission quitting on me an hour away from home. Did I expect my husband to have to drive an hour to pick me up and bring me back and wait for like two hours? No. I did not plan that into my day at all, but I I need to be able to be flexible because sometimes you just need to adjust your plan and move forward with whatever happens because you can't control things like that. Yeah. So if you are too stuck to your plan and things like that come up, you are not going to be adjust. You're not going to be able to adjust, and then it's just going to cause more stress. Yeah, it's just going to stress you out more because you are reacting how like. Yeah, it's fine to react that way, but at the same time, like, 
if something goes wrong, you, it's a situation, like you said before, Mm -hmm. it's not that it's purposely happening to us. It's, we need to learn how to react to it. Mm -hmm. It's a situation that can be solved, not a problem to be complained about. There you go. You took the words that I was trying to say (laughs) because I was getting tongue tied. Yes. (laughs) Out of my mouth. (laughs) Anything else on that, Abby? That's pretty much all I was going to say about like how you manage your expectations. Like I'll have different situations too, where I can go into it thinking it's going to happen one way. And then sometimes Mm -hmm. I do get a little upset that it didn't go a certain way. Like, for example, like we had our washer and dryer go out about a month ago and it came at the most terrible timing it possibly could, but just learning to be able to manage that it's it's going to happen. It was going to happen at some point. We knew Mm -hmm. it going into buying our house, but it's just still stresses you out when it does happen. And just learning how to react to that in a more positive way than overreacting Mm -hmm. to it, obviously. Also reminding ourselves that so many people are watching. Yeah. And like you, especially with your little ones, like they learn from you. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so important to (laughs) act on a situation rather than react to a situation because there are little eyes watching you or they're just other people watching you and we just want to be good examples. Yep. No, I definitely agree on that. Like, especially if I get frustrated with something, if we're just making dinner or just hanging out, like I try to watch how I'm reacting because obviously they are watching me and picking up on it and I want to teach them healthy ways to handle stress and healthy ways Mm -hmm. to cope with your emotions and deal with things when they don't go the way that you want Yeah, just so they can see a healthy example of it and it also helps me too yeah so I think that's huge now did, did you have any more on just creating a routine Abby um yeah but we can come back to it Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, one big thing for me I actually really want to talk about is listening to music. That always yes. helps me manage my stress. I just feel like you. we all have that good song that we just listen to and it just gets us all hyped up and we get all excited and it just puts us in a better mood. Like everybody mm-hmm. has that song. Yep. And my song fluctuates all the time because I <laughs> I'm all over the board. I love country music. I love Latin music. I love Zumba music. I love rock music and just all over the board. Mm-hmm. But I think the ones that help me like relax and calm down more are like my Latin Zumba music. Like I can just always dance and have a good mood. And mm-hmm. dancing is a form of exercise, and that helps you feel better too. Like you just yeah get in this better mood from it and i love I, it i thought it was really interesting too that they actually say that studies do show that it reduces stress and anxiety yeah because obviously we know that in our own lives but when you see that studies actually show it i just think it's really interesting yeah and then spending time in nature we talked about that just a smidge there for a second but yeah that is one of my biggest stress relievers and for me barefoot I love being barefoot. Really? There is just something, like, I don't know if you know this, but there's, like, a technical term for it called grounding. Yep, I did where hear about that. Where it's just, 
your bare feet in the dirt, grass, concrete, wherever, that's just like basically like connecting you with the earth in a sense. I don't know how else to explain it. That sounds really weird, but <laughs> um, it's they, they I've actually read that when you go to a different country, one of the first things that you should do is go outside barefoot because it almost like resets. I think, especially if you're in a um, country where there's a huge time difference, but it, they said it like resets your time clock in the sense yeah. that you're, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I thought I that was really interesting it. because it, there is a term for it and it's just, I can't just, think of it either though. Um, yeah, just it just sets your time clock because you're just being barefoot. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. going to botch it, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And yeah. I so I like the other day, I actually, when I was brain dumping for this podcast, I um, did walk around outside barefoot in the grass. And I was like, I just love it. There's just something about not wearing shoes. <laughs> I used to love it when I was younger and then... I don't know if like all of a sudden it just felt weird to me or what it, it has to be like grass. I'm perfectly fine with, but if I get anywhere like with rocks or sand, like especially the sand in like parks, I just, mm-hmm. it doesn't, I just get all like <laughs> the, the yes. goosebumps and I just feel, ugh. <laughs> I just, I just remember when I was living in Peru that it's cultural to wear your shoes in the house because to them, like, the floor is dirty. You have to wear shoes. Yeah. Um, and my roommate and I, since we're very much so American, whenever we would get into our bedroom and shut the door, we'd take our shoes off and go free feet. <laughs> Cause it was just like, I don't know. I just feel like my feet are trapped in shoes. Yeah. No, I feel um, that. But yeah, I just, and another thing that I just thought was interesting is that studies show that spending time in nature is beneficial for mental health, which I knew that, but cardiovascular health too, which I found interesting. Yeah. And just the idea that we are way too surrounded by technology these days. I mean, I literally, my heart hurts for the kids now because I don't think they're ever going to have what I had when I was a kid. And we were made to be in nature, like not, not to be sitting in front of a screen all the time. I mean, I remember as a kid, I'd be out riding my bike, I'd be out going to the park, and now kids are sitting with their laptops and their phones and watching TV, and it just breaks my heart because that's not where the fun is. No, I feel like I learn more about everything just being outside. Like, we used to, like, be outside and not come back inside till dinner. Yeah. Like, it was an all-day thing, and I just felt like my mood was better and... Like, even now, I work in an office, and I used to work in a restaurant, and I was always on my feet, so it was, like, a big change for me Mm -hmm. to be sitting all the time, and so one thing I do for myself, especially when it's getting nice out, is I always go for walks. Yeah, My breaks, my lunch, walk, and when it's nice out, I'm outside. If it's not, I'm still walking and still moving my body because I feel like just doing that helps my mood and just like kind of resets, which helps a lot. I just feel more refreshed. I agree. I, since working from home too, for myself, I have made a point. I have another friend who lives in town who works from home as well. And we usually go for walks every lunch break 
or her lunch break. I can take mine when I want. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we go on walks and now we've been able to go outside. Whereas we went to the fitness center across the street from where I live, which is extremely convenient. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's still really nice to be outside now. And it's just been, yeah, it's been nice. And now that the weather is continuing to get nicer, usually my husband and I will go on a walk after we eat supper for like, we've mapped out, like, I think it's about two miles, but we just love that walk. <laughs> it's so nice. And it just brings out a lot of really good conversations. And I mean, just think about how you feel when you're out in nature. Like I yeah. remember as a kid, I didn't have a care in the world. I was outside enjoying life, having a good time. Like I think back to those days and there was nothing in my head. Like I was just calm. Yeah. And chill. And I mean, you just, you feel so refreshed. I feel like I can breathe again when yep. I'm outside in nature and just more calm. I think that that is probably one of my number one stress relievers is just being outside. Yeah. Nature is like by far one of the top things that help my stress. That and exercise. Exercise yep. oh, yep. would be like a close second or a tie. <laughs> Yep. Oh yeah. Same, same with me. And you know, it's interesting because exercising doesn't, and exercising moving your body, it doesn't just make you look good, but it makes you feel good. And so yes. it kind of makes me um, giggle a little bit because I know that some people have this idea that if you go to the gym, you just sit in front of mirrors and take pictures of yourself, you know, no. but it's so funny that they don't even realize that it's not necessarily because we want to look good. Sure, that's no. a factor, but that's actually not even close to the biggest reason. No, I think personally for me, like it just, I come out of the gym and I'm just so much happier. Like, especially with all, like, obviously when you're working out, your body's starting to produce all those endorphins. And yes. I just feel like relaxed. I feel refreshed. I feel like I can do anything. Like mm -hmm. I just, my whole body even my body language changes it seems like I'm just more chipper and yep I I love it it's one thing that I will keep doing <laughs> all <Yes>. the time <laughs> and and how do you feel when you don't exercise oh so bad like if I I, know. I try to go at least four to five times a week mm -hmm. try to go at least and if I don't or say I'm on vacation sometimes I just don't I'm just so busy and I don't I don't make it a huge point obviously because you're on vacation mm -hmm. um and when I come back I'm like groggy and tired and I just oh, feel yeah. sad like I even miss a couple of days and I'm like when am I going back yeah <laughs> I, need to I go remember back. when Levi and I went on our honeymoon in Florida we didn't work out that whole week. We came back and I just felt so bloated and so yes. gross because all we did was eat out all week and not work out. And granted, yeah. like we were doing things, you know, we were running around doing fun things. But I remember the first day back in the gym, I just felt like junk. And <laughs> I was like, now I yes. understand why some people don't want to come in here because you just don't feel good. Yeah. You know, but in, then you do it and you do. But yeah, I agree. I I just feel like trash if I don't work out. And I feel like I'm going to backtrack if I miss a day. I have such a hard time with missing days. Yeah. And in Jamaica, we actually, they, on the resort, they had a weightlifting gym 
in there, which was crazy. And we were like, whoa, that's so cool. We can work out. But then we didn't because we didn't want to be cooped up in the gym when it was gorgeous out there. And so it's like you go on vacation too. You don't go on vacation to sit in a gym. Like some people do and there's nothing wrong with that. But Mm -hmm. me personally, I go on vacation to be outside. Yep. And like I'll exercise outside, like go for a walk. I'd Mm -hmm. even go for a jog if I could. Just stuff like that. Yep. I think that just makes a huge difference. I agree. I think another big thing along with exercise and being in nature is learning to say no. Yeah. Like, I feel like for me, I don't know about you, Rachel, but I have a really hard time saying no sometimes, especially when I'm (laughs) trying not to over plan, but I'm over planning and clogging up my calendar. I just, I have a hard time saying no and unplugging Mm -hmm. every now and then. Yeah, I agree. I I do. I just, I do struggle with that. And I think I struggled with it a lot more a couple years ago. And over time I've begun to learn what my limit is and realized it. And I've learned to not be ashamed of it because there was a period of time where I just felt so frustrated that I'm so easily stressed out. Yeah. Like I, I would look at other women and just see them juggling all of the things and then just be frustrated with myself. Like, why can't I do all that? But I'm not those people and I am different. (laughs) And, you know, there are certain amounts of things that I can handle and then there's a lot that I can't and that's okay. Yeah. Just learning and being, being able to acknowledge that and point that out is going to help you learn to take a step back. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not easy saying no, especially when you want to do all the things or you get FOMO and right. It's, you got to do what's best for your mental health and for your self care. And Mm -hmm. just, it's something I think a lot of people need to work on. I know, especially I do. So, yeah. I think another couple of things too, is just taking time to express gratitude or even do something for someone else. Yeah. Um, just because, because when you sit down and you really think about, all of the things that you have, it's so hard to not be grateful. <laughs> yeah. It really is. And it's just, it seems so simple, but it is one of the most powerful things that you can do when you're stressed out because you're reminding yourself, this is all that I have. And my life right now is so much bigger than this moment, this struggle. Like yeah. it's, there's so much more. And then when you are doing something for other people, you're most of the time when you're stressed, you're focused on yourself. And so when you put that focus outward and you help somebody else, you are not really stressed anymore because you're not thinking about yourself. Yeah. And I know that that makes a huge, a huge um, difference in my life. And also I read something about counting your active kind counting your acts of kindness at the end of the day or the week can increase your happiness even more. And I'm not going to lie. I never thought about that. I never thought about sitting down and reminding myself of some of the things that I did for someone else that encouraged me or encouraged them. I never thought about looking back yeah, and reminding myself of that. So I thought that was interesting, but um, yeah, I, <laughs> we did talk about yoga 
Um, yeah. I think yoga is a really big one. Um, it's the only time I allow myself to breathe, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just more intentional about it, too, and, like, yeah. actually keeping track and taking that time to take in those deep breaths and actually acknowledging them. Mm-hmm. I know yoga is actually a huge thing to help with stress. Yes, it is. And I think another one, I mean, we could keep going on and on. We could talk about eating healthy. We could talk about um, journaling. I mean, there's, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of different ways and there's also things that some people prefer more than other things. But I think at the end of the day, we just need to remind ourselves that nothing lasts forever. Yeah. (laughs) And I think when I do, it kind of takes, because like I said, again, we get tunnel vision. We see the small picture, but the picture is so much bigger than the close-up version that we're seeing right now. Right. And I thought it was just interesting to think about like things that you've been stressed up out about in the past. Like Abby, can you think of something that stressed you out in the past that doesn't matter anymore? And if it was worth all of your time worrying about? Uh, yeah. The <laughs> list could literally go on and on and on. Oh, I know. I thought about that and it's like, oh my word, how much of my life I have wasted Just being worried about something that was not something I needed to spend time worrying about. I mean, something as simple as I remember when we went to Monations last year in September in Atlanta. um, And I I was so stressed about leaving Levi because I just had this like fear that something would happen to him while I was gone. It was it was so random. I don't usually get like that at all. But I was just like what if he died? You know, like I went oh. to extremes. I know. Yeah. But I just, it just stressed me out and it freaked me out. And I, and I, you know, I got back and I'm here today and I'm like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Why did I worry about that? That was not worth all of the worry. No. Well, even remember when we got stuck on Stone Mountain? Oh like, yeah. Oh That no. <laughs> was a huge stress for us too. But at the yes. same time, like we were fine. Like our phones were dying. We, we were doing a bunch of like content and stuff. Um, reels and all the fun stuff and we weren't paying attention to our phones and being on the top of a mountain like our phones were draining of battery because of searching for service mm-hmm. and we just didn't we obviously learned a lot of lessons that day like obviously we need to keep a phone charger like portable one on yep. standby and just think and breathe <laughs> yes breathe that was one thing we kept telling ourselves as we're like huffing and puffing and crying because we made the wonderful <laughs> idea to go to stone mountain and we're leaving for our airplane that same day our flight was going to be leaving and we like gave ourselves plenty of time, right? <laughs> we gave ourselves plenty yeah. of time, but we got stranded because our phones were dying. Um, we found out that we had our Uber that brought us out there, but Ubers don't pick you up from Stone Mountain. <laughs> so if you go to Stone Mountain, you're, you got to make sure you have a, a Lyft or yep. any of those other services out there. And we didn't know that. And we didn't have the app downloaded either and our phone's dying and we're like panicking. And I just feel like a lot of these things, if we would have just looked at it differently. Yeah. If we would have just stopped and thought for a minute critically. And even like, I felt that even with my transmission today, like I was freaking out almost to like, oh, sorry, not today. Um, this past weekend, 
Yeah. Um, I was freaking out about just my car. Like something's wrong with my car. I called Levi. I'm like almost crying. Like what the world, Rachel? Calm down. Right. It's fine. <laughs> like in, in that instance, you were fine and everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And in the Stone Mountain instance, we were fine. We made it to a yeah. flight. Everything worked out. Our phones were charged. We still made it home safe. And I just yep. feel like a big thing is just taking a second to breathe, mm-hmm. um, kind of looking Again, around. Act, like, don't react. <laughs> yeah. Yep. My husband's mom or my mother-in-law, I don't know why I said it that way. My mother-in-law always will say, I, and I used to get annoyed when she would say this actually, but she'd always say, it'll all work out. She always yep. says that. And she's right. But I remember being like, how do you know? (laughs) You know, (laughs) but it it will, it will all work out and everything passes. And more often than not, what's stressing you out right now is probably not even going to be relevant in a month. Right. Maybe, maybe a year and maybe you take longer than that, but there's still going to come a point in time where it's no longer relevant because nothing stays the same. Like life moves in ways that we can't predict. And, but we do know one thing is that nothing stays the same. Yeah. And so the stresses you have today, they will not last. Promise. Just breathe. Take some time to just think before you react and make some decisive action. (laughs) Yeah. Instead of automatically freaking out like I so often tend to do. (laughs) Right. And just like making sure that you're moving your body and – kind of evaluating what's going on like just taking it step by step I think Mm -hmm. that'll that's a huge thing too is just taking it in and realizing it's okay everything's gonna work out like just what can I tackle one thing at a time so it's not as stressful Mm -hmm. yeah so I hope I hope we've given you guys some value and just even helping you by sharing our experiences with our physical symptoms of stress, because maybe you don't know what your physical symptoms are. Maybe you're kind of not sure what it feels like to be stressed, or maybe you already know. But I I know I didn't learn until recently. So we hope that this conversation just provided value for you guys. And we hope that you're able to take some of the things from this list that we talked about just to Take and apply when you are feeling stressed and just see the difference that it's going to make. Right. And honestly, we would love it. Um, I know we haven't mentioned our Instagram handles yet, yes. Abby. Yeah. I have I been needing to that. say something. Um, I My Instagram handle is just Rachel Eden 11 So R-A-C-H-E-L-E-D-E-N 11. And Abby's, yours is? Mine is Abby Dobretz. 0616. So that's A B B E Y D O B R A T Z 0616. And I thought I'd mention that because if any of you do really feel like you've tried some of these things and they've been a blessing since you listened to this podcast, we would love to hear from you. If you would send us a message personally on our Instagram, we would literally be ecstatic. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'd love to help you and like just we want to hear from you. So if you have something that came to your mind from hearing this podcast and if one of these tips helped you and you just want to share it with us, feel free to share it with us. 
We'd love to hear it. Or if you need more advice on something and you want to know what we did or just get some general advice and see if it helps, don't be afraid to reach out. Absolutely. I, one of my favorite things is meeting new people. I love chatting with new people. I remember as a kid, (laughs) you remember Abby, when we were little and all the adults wanted to do was talk and we're like, you are so boring. (laughs) (laughs) And now that's all I want to (laughs) do. Yes. So yeah, I love meeting new people. So when people pop up in my inbox, not with the hey girl messages, right? No. No. When people t- pop up with, in my inbox that I was not expecting and they just say something or ask a question or are genuine, I love it so much. So I feel like we have a little bit more that we could talk about and go on and on about the stress and how to manage and reduce your stress. But we also kind of got a little carried away talking about stress. And I feel like we have so much more to say talking about putting a new routine into action. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to make a part two. What do you think, Rachel? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think there's just so much more to say about this. But obviously, we don't want to keep these podcasts a decent length of time so that it's not so much information all at once. Um, So yeah, I think Stay tuned, guys, for next week. Um, We will be doing a part two on reducing your stress and creating a routine going just a little bit more in depth. And we do hope that you tune in. And again, please send us a message to our Instagram or to just the podcast review, letting us know if any of these tips have helped or encouraged you at all. And as always, we hope you guys leave inspired today. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Abby and I over a cup of coffee, black for me. Or a cup of creamer with a dash of coffee for me. Gross. (laughs) We look forward to motivating and encouraging you in this crazy thing we call life. But before you go, make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And please, please, please leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Come tired and leave inspired with Rachel and Abby. Until next time, we're Caffeinated Chicks.